Good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Uh, we are here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, along with our experts, Marianne Metz. Morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Steve Brown. I'm just amazed at how forced Marianne's good morning, Tamara, was. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you saw her face, yeah, it wouldn't be it quite was. as surprising. I'm not quite awake. I understand that. I can't. I wrote to work with the top down, just just. <laughs> just to see if really? Yeah. That would wake you up. Heck yeah. I, well, yeah, I was trying, but I don't think it worked terribly well. It's <laughs> amazing. That 48 degrees didn't quite do it with a gentle 25 mile an hour breeze. 25. Uh, oh, 35. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> uh, it was a short drive, fortunately. Yeah. And I well. think Nancy will be in soon and make us some coffee. Oh, Nancy, so Nancy, that Nancy was, was here at 6 hard. o'clock. Yeah, so. she's Bless yeah. her heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coffee's oh. on. Now you have, yeah, to, you have yeah. to sneak into the store in the secret through the secret door because we're really the not even open till eight o'clock. Secret door till eight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Secret door that's propped wide open. Oh, I love Nancy. She's a great girl. Oh, bless her. <laughs> Makes the coffee. <laughs> but yes, I mean as usual when we have an eleven o'clock click kickoff with uh, Illini football, uh, it bumps all of the programming up an hour. So. We're glad that if you're with us, you can you you were able to join us here at seven fifteen in the morning. And if you have any friends or relatives who uh, kind of missed the show because it was early, remember we'll have a podcast on our website later today at wdws.com. Usually up about noon or one or two or what yes. time are they? Yes. somewhere in that range. Yeah, okay. um, they have to do it after Saturday sports talk because okay. they're recording on the same computer. But gotcha. Uh, but so yeah, you can always, soon after you can always that. listen to an older podcast, like last week's or the weeks before, and then mm-hmm. and then come in and pick up today's show. Oh, the week before that was with Jack DeVruman. John and Jack, Mar- yeah. yeah, John and Marianne have prepared so hard for the show today, so it'll be worth podcasting. Maybe one of the favorites ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, John even has a notepad in front of him with a list going. He's, he's so efficient. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I think too. he's moving on to the next project. That's what he's doing. That might be, but, yeah. you know, it, we can create that illusion. It's radio. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> he so, does have the notepad. You. So I know um, uh, Tamara brought in Ryan's article here about the putting on a show for the fall color. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to see some pockets out there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, a little bit. So I was in Chicago yesterday, and, and the further north I went, the more color I saw. Okay. It was really neat. Nice. It's kind of exciting. I know yeah, it is. Yeah, it My is. burning bush is starting to turn. But oh, for sure. It's beautiful, but I have a family getting together on November 18th, and I was really hoping it might hold off just a little while longer. Well, if we don't have any hard uh, freezes, yeah. you, might, you might make Prob- that happen. Probably like, not. But probably not. Oh, yeah, well, well, time. Yeah. That's, I'll take a photo. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> and show it off that well, way. Uh, and, and grab a few leaves and go ahead and, you know, do the... First grade thing and put them in some wax paper, yeah. put them in a book and press them so you can show off that fall color. Or do a decoupage or something. Yeah. You know, frame it, put it on the wall. Yeah, or get like. There's my burning bush. 50 leaves and do that, and then you can scatter them on the table for your uh, fall Ooh, get together. Steve, listen to him. Oh, yeah. yes. Is he good? Wow. He is good. Or you could lace them and make a necklace out of them or something. That like would that. be fun. I Ooh. have not done that since. Probably elementary school. I haven't done that forever. I haven't either. Yeah, I haven't either. But boy, if you're going to do that, do it with the leaves from a burning bush. <laughs> Heck, I could probably keep them over for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Are, are you seeing any color on your Japanese maples yet? Yes, I am. Like intense or just subtle? Uh, the, right now it's subtle. 
Yes, but you can see the difference. Just, oh my gosh, one of them. I'm so looking forward to the next couple of weeks because it just is like on fire. And there's one across the street from me, and I don't know what variety it is. It's been in the yard for a long time, but I can see it between the houses. It's in their backyard. It's like, oh, my gosh. So it's, gl- it's glowing already? Not quite, but okay. it's getting Almost. there. Yes, yeah, it's oh, still in the nice. subtle stage, but, yeah, it's just just trickling down. You can see it in the next week. It's, they're the, they're going to be really lovely. Yeah. I, I don't even know how to describe it, but I'm only seeing on mine just so far what I'd call almost the undercolor or the base changing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. of of its Absolutely. of its typical green color, and you're right. starting to see it deepen and darken a little bit, but not really seeing truly what I would call fall color yet. Yeah. Well, and doesn't it need a little bit more of the cooler temperatures? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and that's okay. what we've been getting. And, uh, you know, I, I've I've had that kind of undertone color for 10 or 12 days on a couple of them not all of them which is interesting they all do their own thing at a different time just like all the other trees they get they do it when they're ready and i think they're influenced too by how much water you're giving them if they're a newer plant and they're getting oh for sure uh, regular watering they might actually be a little bit delayed than if they're Hmm. under a a, more mature plant that's doing its own thing and not getting quite as intensive care yeah so there's i think there's a lot of little factors that go into it absolutely I, i would guess I would guess it's going to be a pretty good fall color yeah. show this year. I think it might be. I, I hope so. It would be I'd nice, wouldn't it? it? Yeah. I know I love this kind yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. My it. color is never intense because I have the so much the canopy, canopy yeah. of trees. Yeah. Mr. Hickory and Oak. Hickory and Oaks, yeah, which is fine. They're, they're yeah. beautiful trees. But you've put in some um, amylanchor, haven't you? Yes, they are starting to turn. Are they starting to uh-huh. turn? Awesome. Pretty. I saw some uh, that service berry. I I saw some service berries on my trip that were just yeah wow <laughs> really yeah so they're just yeah. further I've, enough ahead of us. Service yeah. berries they're like a golden yellow right and a, a little bit of an orange. You get some orange. You get some well, orange. In yes there. yes and yes. The really, one, they, depends the one on called the autumn too. autumn brilliance yeah. which. Is the most intense one anyway. Princess oh. Diana is a really nice one. There's a bunch of varieties in the market. Mostly they're it, uh, interesting. One of the few trees that I know of that, that it's the varieties are actually named because of their fall color. So, oh, this is a new variety because look at that intense fall color. But, you know, every year it's going to be different. I don't know how they do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would say orange would be the, the color I'd almost think of most for, yeah, a, orange, for, yeah. a, good, for yeah. a good service berry. Yeah. Yep. And not just too yellowish. And, in, you know, Ryan has a nice article about some of the different oaks. And my personal experience is every once in a while you get, and it varies from year to year, a winter where you have some more reddish tones. But, yeah, yeah I'm really getting more brown tones than I yeah. am reddish tones. Uh, oaks, in my recollection, are mostly brownish tones around here anyway. Yeah. Maybe there's other parts of the country that it's a little more colorful. But When Steve says Ryan, he's referring to Ryan Pankow and uh, his... Uh, regular article at home in the at home section of the News Gazette on Saturdays. A beautiful picture along with it of just some leaves that you could tell are turning yep. in beautiful different oranges petty. and yellows. And uh, also while I'm at it, the phone number to call in if you have any questions uh, or comments 217 356 9397 356 WDWS. Or you can text us at 351 5357. So, what did you guys do this week, if anything, outside? What did I do? I don't think I did too much of anything. Huh. I'm still watering grass, new grass. 
Oh, fun. I'm sure you are. I bet. Daily. I had but to. you know what I am I am out scouting to see what's going on with my new plants, mm-hmm. making sure that they're watered. I mean, this is I, to me this is a very important time of year to do it's that, critical. especially for new plants. But then a lot of conifers and broadleaf evergreens anyway. Well, there's any of that kind of stuff that you put in your garden. But yeah, even though important. we've had a couple of decent rains, there's certainly no extra moisture in the ground. There isn't. Nope, there's not. Nope. So that's, watering. That's what I was doing, watering. 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 Especially, especially it, since you just planted some new stuff two weeks ago or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And uh, looking really good, We had I planted the uh, uh, Ilex verticulata, the winter berries. Yeah. Uh, some really nice ruby slipper hydrangeas that are starting to get a little bit of color. Oh, on my the gosh. Leaves. In my backyard, my ruby slippers is just stunning. Oh, my gosh. That. Ruby doesn't exactly say the color of the leaves. It is just so intense and so yeah. beautiful. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. they are pretty, very Sorry. pretty. So again, great time to plant if you haven't done it yet. And there's a lot of oh. good deals on conifers and some deciduous oh, right. shrubs what, and what, what? perennials. Yes, sir. Because don't explode. Well, what, what, no, what? it was just ooh, I, ooh, ooh. well because the <laughs> deciduous shrubs are sixty percent off. Oh. And you know, you and I are that's sixty sixty holding off to see who buys the the ideas first. You buy them, no, I'll buy oh, them. Oh my gosh, them. are those pretty? <laughs> They're so gorgeous. Oh my, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen. I, we always have just a couple, at least a couple left in the in the fall. I don't think I've ever seen them turn so pretty. They're just beautiful. They're this beautiful. Year. And that's what's great about that, you know, it'll go from shade to sun. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and, and I, amazingly, gets really good fall color in the shade too. I, I've heard them call the burning bush for shade. Yeah. I don't think they're quite that intense, but, but they're, they're really but beautiful. But they are still amazingly good. Oh, my gosh, in yeah. Far, in As for shade. Virginia Sweet Spire is what that is. Okay. A, a shrub. Yeah. Beautiful. They are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the red dogwoods are gorgeous. Oh, gosh. And the colder it gets, the more intense that stem color will get, you know. Yeah. So and now you kind of get the best of both worlds. You're getting some fall color on the leaves yeah. plus the red stem yeah. color. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. So it watering would be key. Uh, yeah. Kind of the ta- on the tail end of probably putting grassy down. But if you did it over the last couple of weeks, water, water, water. Yeah, water, water, If water. your lawn's green, now's the perfect time of year to, to feed your lawn. If you're feed. only going to feed it once a year, fertilize your lawn. So it's a great time to do Absolutely. it in the fall. If you wanted to core aerate, if you're getting plenty of good growth, it would be a good time to do that. Just general cleanup would be good. Bulbs. Plant those Plant those bulbs. bulbs. Get them going now. 20% off right now, right here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for reminding me. That's I knew there okay. was something else I needed to get today. <laughs> so You know, better to do it, it now than oh in gosh. January. Oh, really? Unless it's certainly a lot more comfortable. Unless you just have to do it in January, in which case Marianne can say, "I can tell oh, you all it about just it." Just might work. <laughs> I can tell you all about it. Yeah. <laughs> but do it while it's pleasant for a change. Uh-huh. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I did that this week. Do as I say, no, no, the do as I say, not as I do. What'd you do? Uh, I uh, I sheared off the junipers that were going over the garden border, and so just so that we could mow in front of it. Oh yeah. Because the limbs were just getting too long, and I'm sure. like, I know I'm not supposed to be encouraging any growth, but <laughs> I uh, gotta get that, this done. At least you said that to yourself. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> the thought was there. <laughs> exactly. So do as I say, not. Welcome as I to do. the world that Marianne lives in. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me feel better about it. Me? I was like, well, well Marianne would have done that. She would have done it. I'm an expert. <laughs> that and I pulled out, I'd already cut down most of this uh, one ugly, I, I can't say it's ugly, but it was a shrub that just didn't look right where it was. Sure. And it wasn't 
really to my liking. Yeah, it happens. So, uh, so I finally yesterday got out, got to digging out all of the roots and everything. So, yeah, the shoulders are a little, <laughs> a little tight this morning, and uh, it definitely happens. Yeah, I'll be I'll be doing a little icy hot later on when yeah. I don't have to worry about smelling all menthol-y. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about it with this group. No kidding. <laughs> I think you'd be fine. Yeah. Good. So uh, I'm taking great. orders for sweet potatoes because I'm hoping tomorrow afternoon to spend time Ooh. digging. So if anybody would like some sweet nice. potatoes, let me know. My husband yeah. would, yeah. You got, you got an order My over here? My husband would, yeah. Okay, the, uh, I'm not scrubbing them. They're the, going to get them dirty. That's okay. I, I would. So otherwise, that's you're not going to get as much as I can cook. You did all the hard work. <laughs> cook. Talk about microwave for okay, four so or five minutes of what you're going to do. I've got to tell you, the, the golden ones, I can't remember. They had some Alaskan name or something, I thought. But Juno? No, maybe not. Anchorage? Fairbanks? They were they were just like golden. That pretty runs the gamut. Maybe it doesn't have, yeah. You're not thinking of Yukon gold potatoes, Yes, yeah, Yukon yeah, gold. Well, we're not talking That's about not sweet, sweet potatoes. Potato. No, I understand. Oh. However, I just had to say that they were so delicious. My husband was like, wow, what a difference between, like, really fresh uh-huh. and store-bought. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so yeah, the Yukon. I agree with that. In fact, he, he wants to go ahead and plant some himself this next year. And he should. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So it's one of the go. easiest crops to do. Really? <sighs> yeah. Unless you've got voles and moles. Oh, true. Oh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. It's good to know. You can work around that. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Chicken. There's no. always a way. Hmm. That be, that's, that's one thing option certainly chicken wire sure why not okay well yeah. with voles you just have I to be a huge cage <laughs> tunnel under yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> if you plant enough you, you'll survive you'll get through it oh okay right yeah you they'll take plant, a few out plant enough to share with nature that's what you have to count well, on and right if you had the luxury of leaving some behind talk about uh improving the quality of the soil <laughs> i mean oh. just literally <laughs> plant them and, and don't harvest potassium <laughs> that's awesome a bunch well, of other things everything I yeah. mean, you're getting a lot of fresh organic matter in there. You're going to have that expansion of the soil as the tubers grow, which is oh. going to loosen it up. It's just a you know what's really great fun. Environment. What's fun to watch is are the ornamental uh, uh, potatoes, sweet potato, or the ornamental uh, yes. potatoes. We know sweet, what you sweet mean. Sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is way it too been, early it's for been me. Whole <laughs> two months since spring. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, those ornamental sweet potatoes actually form potatoes also. So if you've ever gotten a new container in the fall, there'll they'll be potatoes there. there. Really? And the, oh, one, yeah. the ones with the purple leaves will Quite be prolific. more reddish, mm-hmm. purplish colors. And edible? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, you actually have to take them into the kitchen and do something with them. I don't know. Oh, so. yeah, at that point, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, let's go to the phone lines at 356-9397. Beth in Champagne is phoning in. Good morning, Beth. Good morning. morning. I, have que- I have a question about um, Japanese painted ferns. They're, I planted them this summer in large pots, and they flourished. I, I wanted them up off the ground so the rabbits couldn't get at them. But what what do you think will happen this winter when we get a frost? When they're planted in the ground, they just die back and come up again next year. But in the pots, would they be okay? I I Beth, I don't know. It depends on how big. It just depends yep. on how big the pot is. Um, it's, a, it's a large pot, but I. I partially filled it with plastic bottles because it was such a big pot. 
Sure. And then mm-hmm. it has a layer of, of potting soil on the top. So how about how large a diameter do you think the pot is? Oh, I'd say eight, 18 inches across, maybe. So yeah. kind of a medium-sized pot. Size. Yeah. And, uh, that's uh, the opening part, and the opening right. is a little narrower than the pot itself, which is kind of roundy. Sure. Okay. And how deep of a soil mass did you have, do you think, on top of those bottles? I'm guessing eight inches or so. And is the fern planted more in the middle of that soil mass, or is it planted more towards the perimeter? In the middle. I'd be... Eh. Eh. Yeah. It's a possibility. It, it, this is the pot you're going to leave outside? then well i wonder if if they'll survive if i just left them in the pot or should i dig them out of the pot and put them back in the ground (laughs) they probably (laughs) have a better chance in the ground i would um i I think you're going to risk the pot uh cracking in the winter time the freeze thaw cycle when there's moisture in the pot Mm -hmm. when we have during the freeze thaw cycles that expands and contracts and could uh split the pot but more importantly the, the root system of the plant needs uh, more insulation. Um, okay. That might be a big enough pot to do it, but I, I, it would be right on the edge, right on the margin, don't you it think? It would, and, and if there's a way that you could take it uh, and get it in a protected area uh, where it would be out of wind and sun. Or, or mulch, it, um, mulch up around it. Certainly yeah. mulch around it. Yeah. Uh, it's a possibility. That I could do. It's sort of in a protected area now. And just so we're not worried it. about a frost. No, no. We're, we're, all we're worried about is the really deep, intense freezing and the freezing, thawing kind of thing going on. So uh, I think the most foolproof would be to, to transplant it into the garden somewhere, plant Absolutely. it sooner than later, and then mulch it in well. And that's probably your best bet. And the other options would be, like what John was alluding to, if you had a even more protective spot, a, a heated shed or something like that, that you could water it well and put it yeah. into. And once it's dormant and it stays consistently cool, having it in a garage or a shed kind of environment. And the other option would be if you want to leave it right where it is, maybe scooch it where it's a little bit more protected. But then I would pile the shredded bark mulch on top of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would... I would put it on six inches thick or more and just once the foliage has died back and just bury that plant. But I would do it with a, a real well-drained uh, mulch like a shredded bark and not something solid like soil up over its crown. Very good. I appreciate that. Thank oh, you. Oh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. You, gave me, it you fun. gave me several good options. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Good. Good luck. Thank you so much for calling in, Beth. Have a good morning. 3569397 is our phone number. 3515357 is our text number. There you go. So decent, uh, we were talking about bulbs and things you could be doing right now. So a decent selection of fall bulbs. Yes. And they are, all the outdoor bulbs are what, 20% off? 20% off. off. And uh, yeah, I definitely got to get some dafts today. Yeah, selection is getting a little limited it's going going it's down, going down. So it's my imagination so it'll work out but this is prairie right. garden so you still have a few shells yeah, we're, we're grading well, on a curve in terms of there's a lot selection. lots of yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's there's some nice stuff and Absolutely. i think i think maybe still planting some silla or some things in the for the grassy areas just for a little bit of naturalizing i think that's a neat for some terrific. early spring color so yeah. you should. i could see a couple of those things going on
Yeah. So what else besides watering, besides feeding your lawn, besides cleaning up, besides planting bulbs, uh, besides harvesting sweet potatoes? Ooh, I can't wait. Uh, if, you have, if you haven't got your fall garlic in, still got time to get that going. Yeah. I had garlic. Really? It's interesting. Get I that had planted for, I, for to harvest next summer. But oh, you, I To planted, get it started now versus. I planted garlic uh, in the spring when uh-huh. we had garlic. Yeah. And it, of course, died back. <laughs> it's coming up now. It just started. It's probably about. Oh, what, 10, 12 inches tall right now? So you didn't harvest, you just no, let it I just die let it down. I really then... love the look of mature garlic. Sure. I think it's really neat. It is pretty. So I, I was tempted to harvest it because I, I really like, like. Cook. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. I like to cook with fresh garlic. <laughs> but I do. Well, yeah, I think That's you know, once or twice a year experience like that is fine. That much? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you think caused it to die back? Do you think it was just the heat of the summer? or just The natural that process. Just, that's what it does. Okay. Yeah, just the natural process. The, the bulb is a perennial bulb, and it will come back year after year. Um, but its natural process is to emerge well in the spring or sometimes even over winter reasonably green. It depends upon the, the microenvironment, whatever. But then um, it's going to start to dry up, whether it's in late may or june or whether it's in july or august it's going to dry down and kind of go dormant for a while i know plenty of people that won't plant garlic except in the fall it's the only time they'll plant really? and we don't carry garlic in the fall anymore which is too bad but you know it's you been difficult to, to find a consistent source but yeah mm. we'll put that higher on the list yeah yeah okay yeah. just for you marianne just for me <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, going back to the sales real quick, because you mentioned the bulbs are on sale, conifers on sale, deciduous shrubs on sale, the Halloween items are on sale, and you have still so many cool items. So an additional 40% off the lowest mark price, plus there's a group of clearance over there that's up to 70% off. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of clearance, you have a bunch of new items in the boutique, and therefore a bunch of other things are on clearance, lots of others on sales, cute things from the boutique. (laughs) I could so dress myself from there, my entire wardrobe. And then, of course, you have uh, uh, all of the autumn stuff that can kind of transfer over to Thanksgiving. Um, Things like your scarecrows are 30% off. Yep. Uh, and and beautiful pumpkins and just all, all sorts of fall color. Faux fall floral stuff like the garlands and the berries and branches and oh, stems are fifty percent off. That was good. Oh, fall, 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 fall. See, I can't even say it. That's that was pretty good, Steve. That's the stuff you especially can this keep time on the, the inside. Especially. Oh my gosh! Faux I'm just color. now noticing the wreath behind John's head. It, Whole, it, it John's, head, over John's it, head is pretty big, it, it so <laughs> I can see why you just <laughs> finally it saw that like, thing. It's a halo. No. <laughs> it, it makes him look, I was going to say angelic, but I can't go that far. Almost, no, you shouldn't. He I looks won't. like the Harvest King, though, harvest just about. King. Yeah. Because, wow, that wreath is just gorgeous with all of the fall color in the leaves. Glowing orange. Oh, I want. I want. It is pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, just an example of the really nice things that you're going to find. Lots of fall decor. Well, and that's the cool thing about the faux fall where, you know, I've added some to my containers just because it's going to last a long time. Well, I have. I love that. Well, but the berries are like some of the best things to add to. Absolutely. Actually, that's very true. Because the berries look arguably the most real of any of the full fall components and uh, 
and that's another whole texture color pot that you can put to these fall planters. Like the bittersweet thing yeah. going on. I think well, that's awesome. Yeah, and there's some cool like grassy looking things that that yeah. that you just can't achieve with the fresh things. Yep. Yeah, it's true. Good point. And sticks. Oh, there's always room for sticks. Absolutely. And besides, even with the faux, people aren't going to get up close normally and and take a look at it closely. They're just you just see it for the color, the drive you know, by. The it should be it should be yellow and and vibrant orange then, right? <laughs> for drive bys for the so you can see it at sixty five miles an hour. So how many how many of your containers got frosted enough or zapped enough where they just don't look attractive anymore from last weekend's temperatures? All of them. Really, I I have components left in most of mine, but a number of things in them look bad. I started taking stuff out of them a couple of weeks ago, the stuff that looked kind of gnarly, mm-hmm. and some of the grasses, carex. I have a carex, that bronze carex. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it filled up a pot that's probably a twenty-inch pot. Just cascades over the sides, has that bronzy coloration to it. Beautiful, it's gorgeous. Yeah. How about you? Did you get zapped? Uh, some, some, especially tropicals like the caladiums and things like that. My cannas have been hanging on though. My, uh, yeah, I just whacked off my elephant ears. Did and, you? Yeah, so it's okay. Yeah, that's time for him to move it's on. Time, time. I was kind of surprised. On. You know, I was what thirty three, thirty four degrees a couple nights, I yeah. think. And yeah. uh, but most everything is quite happy still. Yeah. Uh, I was quite surprised. I, other than some sun patients and some New Guineas, I think they got took a hit. Right. Uh, Lantana actually made it through reasonably well. It's yeah. a little bit wood, woodier and, and tolerated mm-hmm. it. Hmm. Um, Vertigo wouldn't even know that it got cold at all. <laughs> um, I and, bet not. And actually even some of the sweet potato vine and the petunias did okay. Uh, Lamiastrum, it's just like thriving, going really? nuts. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Mandevillas are okay. Bananas okay. Whoa. Yeah. What? Good yeah. for you. Yeah, I was surprised. Yes, we have no bananas. I am going to cut my cannas off, but they're in, they're in my yard. And, and just the edges of some leaves are starting to look a little bit tinged. Mm-hmm. But, man, have they shown off this year. They just love this hot, dry weather. Are you going to dig or are you going to dig in store or replace? You're going to dig and give to some of us. Trade you sweet potatoes for cannas. Okay. All right. So I get one can out of the deal, so she only wants one sweet potato. (laughs) (laughs) Back to the phones we go at 356-9397, where Zoe is calling in. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning, Tamara. I wasn't going to call, but you all talking about things getting zapped last weekend, and it's the weirdest thing. I've got the nicest basil plant I ever had in my life, and I just had to call and crow about it a little bit. And I've done it a couple nights this week, but last weekend it was mostly... I think I brought it in one of the nights, but the rest of the time it was like, yeah, I brought it in the Saturday night, I guess. Boy, did that Sunday smell get inside night. the house or what? Mm. I brought it in and then took it back out, yeah. It was yeah, inside yeah. the house. Like but Marianne said, just brushing up against things. I've never had a basil plant like this. It's just absolutely like brimming over. It's huge. That's awesome. So That's and I fabulous. love basil, so I'm so happy. Oh, for sure. It loves you, too, apparently. <laughs> so, so are you well, going to harvest really some and dry it? I kill them. You know. Oh, do you? <laughs> right. have, have you been using I, it? Have you been harvesting off of it? Oh, yeah. But, oh, uh, fabulous. I, I wish I, you know, I need to get brave and try making pesto, which I love. But oh. I always wish someone would make me some, but it doesn't happen. So um, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to um, 
But anyway, I just had to call in and brag. That's so, awesome. Congratulations. Good for you. And it's, is that something that she can eventually transition indoors? And so well, I may, she's but I don't doing... know because it's a big pot and I'm sick of oh. having them it's around my It's likely <laughs> not going to perform well inside for a long period of time. No. I mean, no. Well, you know, I had a, a couple one, few one, weeks or something. but Right. I had one one winter that I kept through the whole winter under a grow light. And then wow. right when I was ready to take it outside, it died. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was pretty irritated, but I did have baseball that winter. So. Well, John's probably got some favorite um, pesto recipes that he can break uh, yeah, out. I do. Yeah. But, but Mr. You know, walnut and <laughs> olive oil and garlic yep. and yep. Yep. basil. And, so, and you know what? It, it tastes pretty good, even if you don't put the cheese in it. Ooh. Yeah, but yeah. ooh, some good parts. It does. Mm. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. You know? But, but you're right. But Zoe, you know what you can do? You can harvest some of the leaves and, yeah. you know, with the stems and put them in glass vases with water oh, and enjoy them that okay. way, too. Well, thank you. What I a good idea. It. Yeah. But like yeah. I said. Just I extend the life like of it a little bit. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for the, the tips. But Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, just figure out how you're going to, uh, if you're going to dry it out or just let some dry up naturally inside the house or how are you going to preserve some to use through the winter? But, freeze uh, a little bit. I know, yeah, uh, put them in ice cubes and water and freeze yep. them. Yeah. Okay, yeah, one of my neighbors is Italian. She used to put rosemary sprigs or basil in a, in a glass in the refrigerator. I don't know how long it would stay in there like but it did. <laughs> when she was right. That's awesome. So. That's so interesting. And that was their, cool. like, close to their six weeks of cold or whatever. <laughs> then they don't no, go they back don't, outside. They don't, yeah. they, don't, they don't fall into that category. No, not yeah. quite. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I don't know how it survived that one really cold night outside, but it did. It did. That's great. Thanks a lot. Thanks for calling in, Zoe. It's always Excellent. nice to hear from you. Thanks, Tamara. Bye. <laughs> All right. Take care. 356-9397 is our phone number. 351-5357 is our text line. Okay, so just talking about it made me feel good, basil. I can mm-hmm. smell it. I love good. it. Thank you, Zoe, for that reference. I love it. There you go. She's always good for a smile. So anything else that you, you got planned here? For outside I'm yourself. hoping that I can still, when the truck gets back up, to get some compost to do some top dressing. Yeah. So you're going to mm. prepare and organize not only for putting things together this fall, but then get a jump start really on next spring's work. I just did the comp. As I forgot all about that. That was three yards. Three yards of compost. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. That's a bunch. Yeah. But top dressing everything, it's just, just like. It just it's such a natural thing to do. I just didn't even think about it for the last couple of years, but I apparently had way too much time on my hands, so I got some compost and good for you. Got and it on most of the garden. Dressing. It's what good. Yeah, it and it'll, next year I'll be really thrilled that I did that. Good. My plants are already thrilled. I think anything you can do this fall to get a jump start. I'm just talking to another friend here at work and. And they're just moving, and you know, it's so like one of the things on her list would be a thing she can get the garden, figure out where that's going to go. And boy, if they yes. could do that, because she loves the vegetable garden, if they could do that and prepare the soil this fall, yeah, then they're kind of under under autopilot. They can determine when they're going to get started next spring on their own versus, uh, it's so wet, and we haven't even done anything to prepare the soil, and now we're pushed back weeks, perhaps, yeah. or even a month exactly. or two. So if she could do it now, and especially if she's going to raise it at all, and 
add all kinds of good organic matter. Yep. That's the way to go. Yeah, absolutely it sure. is. Well, that's great. Good advice, too, to, uh, to remind us. <laughs> Mike in Urbana is calling in on the phone lines. Good morning, good morning Mike. Good morning. Uh, it's a little bit early, but I wanted to give you my report on my uh, poinsettia plant. All right. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> How's it going? How are those white flies, Mike? <laughs> no white flies. <laughs> what? Hey. Uh, I just brought it in over the last week, this past week, before I thought of we were going to get a frost. So uh, it's getting a little heavy now. But, uh, <laughs> so about how large is it, Mike? Around for about six or seven years. And it's oh, my about, gosh. About five, it's about five feet tall. That's oh my awesome. Gosh. I kind of, I've got it in a big pot, which is on rollers. And, uh, Good. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, and what kind of door? So you have a garage door that goes inside your home now. I, go get this my, uh, goes. <laughs> I, have, I have a breezeway that's connected to the house. Yep. And oh, what good. I do, uh, it's it's very well lighted, so I bring it in and uh, put it in the uh, in the actual window area, and I water it all winter, and uh, it's lasted quite a while. That's incredible. I guess isn't that great? So how's how's your color been the last couple of winters? Are you, you obviously it's too large to put a box over or something like that, so you have to right. rely well, on a dark space to get those twelve hours of. Uninterrupted darkness and yeah, well, I I kind of let it go to do its own thing, but uh, I noticed that uh, it bloomed. It did a brilliant thing this uh, let's see August, and uh, all full color, and uh, and uh, of course I had it outside, and uh, it but it it did, and it's a little crazy because it's not supposed to do that until you know Chris around Christmas time it, it comes into bloom, but. I took advantage of it and let it let it do its thing. Wow, Beautiful. August! It yeah. got it got really br- brilliant red then. Oh yes, yes. Wow, huh. that's cool. That's well, amazing. Well, what I do is uh, I set it outside, and it's in the in the courtyard, and uh, it gets the early morning sun, and then uh, in the afternoon it's shaded because of the house. And uh, it works out pretty well. I just keep it watered, you know, and uh, <laughs> it's done pretty good. That's great. So after, when you start to put it outside next spring in May or whenever you put it outdoors, how much will you cut it back in size? Well, when you I go don't out? cut it every year. I, uh, uh, it's about every other year, and I just kind of trim it. But I, I don't like to trim it too far back. I just let it grow and, uh, you know, just kind of keep it shaped. And that's about it. So probably some of your stems at the base are pretty woody. Yeah. Yeah, they are. <clears throat> but uh, I would not get that guess, guess that from a poinsettia plant. The, the, oh, yes. Right. I, I think that would be a neat thing. look, though. Yes. I mean, it yeah. looks good. And uh, about... Four years ago, I cut it way back, and uh, I thought I was going to lose it, but I didn't. It came back <laughs> stronger than ever. That's so. incredible. Wow. I'm probably most impressed the fact that you don't have a bunch of white fly on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were so bad this summer. Oh, my gosh. I usually treat the, fl- the soil in late summer, and uh, that way it absorbs in, and, and uh, I don't have any white flies. I did That's for great. the very, oh, maybe the first or second year. 
and then I came out to your uh, to Prairie Gardens there, and I bought a a bottle of uh, I don't know what it's even called anymore, but I'd mix it with water and put it in the soil. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, it works. That's yeah, oh, great. Yeah. I never knew a poinsettia plant could live that long. And you said oh, you yeah. cut it back four years ago, so you said it, it's five years old, or? Oh, it's more than that now. Let's see, it's <laughs> got to be. Uh, I can't even remember. It's got to be at least <laughs> at least six, maybe seven. Wow, that's incredible! Yeah, I'm so impressed. Five, about five feet tall. Wow, that's incredible. A five foot tall yeah. poinsettia plant. I love it. Yeah. That's great. That's well, great. I'm so I've impressed. Got my fingers crossed, and every year I'm just, well, this is the year, and it comes right back at me. And, That's awesome. You know. <laughs> so I, I don't let it, I don't know, maybe I should let it go dormant, but I don't. It, uh, no. You know, I put it in that breezeway, and it gets uh, some sun, but, of course, it, it, in the wintertime, it's dark out there, mostly, you know, early early evening, and then all night long but I, that must be enough well i think you're doing things obviously very very well obviously, and the fact that it, yeah. it probably is a breezeway it's going to be a little bit cooler i assume uh, oh yeah yeah uh, i so never let it uh, i always keep i've got a little heater out in the breezeway in the winter time and i i probably keep the temperature at oh it's it's got to be about 60 degrees maybe yeah so that's great because it just it's a subtropical it's a tropical plant you don't want it to be uh its dormant period is just shorter days and a little bit cooler nights, but not cold, cold. Right. So oh, yeah. you're doing everything perfect. Yep, sounds great. Yep, sounds like it's great. So far. <laughs> well, anyway, I thought I'd report in on it this year. Congratulations. <laughs> That's Hopefully awesome. Hopefully I'll talk to you next year. All right. Yes, totally. I'm so glad you well, called The only in. thing I wish is that it would uh, bloom at Christmas time. Like, you oh. know, they, of course they force them to, to bloom at, at that time of year, but... Uh, this thing's gone off haywire because it bloomed in August. So I That's don't know. crazy. Well, you just have a talk with it, okay? I will. Just, so does that mean that it, it, because it's already bloomed this year, it probably won't bloom in December? It's no, I don't think it's so. It's just on a different cycle. They'll have okay. a few red uh, leaves, but uh, they're they're slowly falling off, you know. But wow. it's coming. <laughs> That's neat. Mike, I'm so glad you called in to tell no us kidding. about it. That's just fabulous. Yes. Mike the Poinsettia <clears throat> That's my annual report. There I love go. it. Thanks, Mike. That's great. <laughs> love it. We'll talk to you next year. Take care. <laughs> if not sooner. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. 356-9397 is our phone number. 351-5357, the text. Now, coming up in just a, a couple of weeks, I think it's two weeks from today? Well, it is, a but it's also next today? week. Okay. So this coming today. Friday. Wow. October Already. 25th. Yesterday. So That's Friday, right. Saturday, and Sunday, t- October 25th, 6th, and 7th. Okay. Is the first of the two weekends of our Christmas open house. Yay. Yeah. I love so, it. so it and begins. The, and the store's just taking a great transition again this last week, and I think it's oh, going to be amazing. looking. It looks fantastic right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just kind of like almost say we're done, but... Uh, but we're, we're not. <laughs> another, another few more days. It's yep. going to be over the top again. Wow. But it's looking good. So it's this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then the following weekend also, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Okay. So two successive weekends, Christmas open house. Two weeks and away is November. Oh, my gosh. How about that? Uh-huh. Yeah. How yeah, about in that? Fact, yeah, two weeks from yesterday. 
It's oh, November 1st. Thank you. So, You're welcome. So do you guys have a favorite <laughs> part of open house weekend? Is there anything that gets you more than... For me, it's the trees. <laughs> I, I, I like the trees pretty well, too. I, I especially like interacting with the customers and talking and seeing what they like and... Uh, it's that's the fun part for me. I can see and, that. But about the trees, that's my favorite part of the trees. But it's telling people where they're at because I mostly <laughs> don't know. <laughs> oh! And by the second weekend, she's pretty well got it down. Yeah, though. just just we're ready to end it all. So there's 13 <laughs> decorated theme trees. 13. And then we draw Shoot. one winner uh, for each store. So everybody gets to vote and choose their favorite tree. And if we draw their name out of the bucket then they're the one that gets that tree. Yeah, that's great. And all the decorations that go with it. And in any case, you get some wonderful ideas and lots of inspiration from going around and looking at these trees. The one right by the front door that, you know, so has all of these red touches. Wow, that's stunning. You noticed it, huh? (laughs) Mm, I kind of caught my eye. You know what what I get inspiration from, and I struggle with every year, is uh, decorating a mantle. Oh, yes. And then we always have uh, fireplaces, a couple of them, uh-huh. uh, mantles sitting around with decorations on them that are just awesome. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. Beautiful. It's and, inspiring. And before we move on from trees, then you have the uh, the back part where you usually have your house plants. Um, and it's just completely filled with Christmas trees. So artificial, if you're yeah. looking for any, you can. Yes, the artificial ones, you're right. But if you're looking for a new artificial tree, um, one you can use year after year, then um, this is the place to find them, Prairie Gardens. And they're all lit up and everything. So as a kid, it's like, wow. Yeah, it totally it's is It's just that. a room full of and Christmas trees. the best trees. warranty on the trees and the lights that you'll find anywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's, that's the cool part. So and that's on the way to where the houseplants are now, which is out there where the vegetables and the herbs and the annuals used to be. Work. So the, the, Yeah, so <laughs> right. the store just keeps extending on out seasonally and, and it, it works out great. So we got the, the win your favorite decorated theme tree going on at Open House starting next weekend. And then we have some incredible food sampling and, oh, and yeah. gourmet food tasting lined up uh, for all three days. We've got some demos and, and on how to do this and how to do that. A couple of all-time favorites, and I think they've got a new one or two planned throughout the weekend. And then lots of open house specials that are exclusive for those three days. Mm. So, again, Christmas open house next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, October 25th, 6th, and 7th. And then the following weekend again, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Nice. Yeah. And then, John, I think you usually teach a class on how to make bows. I don't do that. Well, somebody. do have some wonderful people like that Des does no. that she does oh. but yeah. I Des can't Ray. make a bow can you you know I'm I, impressed I always thought I I'd be able to and then last year bows probably like 45 years ago <laughs> okay so I I go to Des's class every year that would be me it's not hard Oh, okay. Yeah. It is. You have to you want, know. It's like cooking. You have to want to do it. Oh. No. There you go. <laughs> no. I, I wanted to do it last year, and it just had so many knots in it. It ended up being about three to four inches tall. <laughs> if you can unstraighten these cords when you set for the radio oh, show, no you kidding. can do it. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, girlfriend. I'm going to come to a demonstration during open house and learn properly how to make a bow. Deal. Amongst should. other things that I'll be learning. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, again, something to look forward to next weekend and the following weekend, 
the uh, crisp, totally Christmas open house out here at Prairie Gardens. Mary Ann Metz. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, well, you're quite welcome. Thank you. <laughs> delightful. John Weisgarver, Steve Brown. Thanks, thank Jess. you. It's been fun. <laughs> As always. Enjoy the beautiful weekend, everybody. There totally. you go. Uh, this has been Prairie... Uh, Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. And uh, along with our experts, I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Go Illini! Pumpkin spice and everything nice. It's the reason you love the season. And this fall, you can get it all at Prairie Gardens. So dress your door with autumn galore, like unique wreaths handmade in Illinois. Add more accents with fall candle scents. All the decor to fall in love with your home all season long. You'll love bringing fall home at prices that make it all easy, exclusively at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, boutique, framing, and the best in seasons and home decor.